Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome inside Camelback Hall on the campus of Grand Canyon University in the heart of Phoenix, Arizona for episode 8 of Believe in GCU presented by Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals based in the city of Los Angeles. We're here in Phoenix. We believe in our team. Our team is GCU. Do you believe? I believe. You believe? I believe. Kyle believes. Everybody believes. We believe that GCU men's basketball is currently in the Virgin Islands playing at the moment as we speak as we go live on this podcast uh someone who's not on this podcast with us is ethan i apologize to ethan ethan of course one of the men's basketball managers uh was lined up to be a guest on wednesday and uh uh i choked i i choked uh i i didn't let uh ethan was supposed to be on the show i i slept in uh, I took a nap, slept in, didn't let Kyle and Ethan in the hall, and uh, we ended up not doing the show. You guys were in here, so you guys were in the studio waiting. You should have knocked on my door, honestly, and woken me up. Maybe that's on you then. It's definitely not. So uh, I want to apologize to Ethan. I want to give him the full story, though. So I, I was up the, the entire night before because uh, I, I set up an interview with a band manager overseas, and it didn't really dawn on me. He's like, does 10 a.m. work for you on Wednesday? I'm like, yeah, 10 a.m. works, and then I and then I could do the, the Believe in GCU show with Kyle and Ethan. And it didn't dawn on me till the night before that, hey, this guy lives in London, England, and there's probably a time difference there. Probably just a small one. So, so 10 a.m. to him was 3 a.m. to me. So I had to stay up till 3 a.m. to talk to this guy, and after I talked to him on the show, talked to him a little bit afterwards edited the thing, it was 6 a.m. So I'm like, okay, may as well not sleep tonight. That's when you should have gone to sleep. Uh, ended up going to class around 9. Well, got, got back, got back at 10.30ish and made the biggest mistake of uh, falling into my bed on my phone because then I just passed out. All I had to do was wait a half hour and uh, my roommate knocked on the door, woke me up, wanted to introduce me to some of his friends and I'm like, it's like 1.30 right now. And I'm like, oh, man, maybe Kyle just forgot. Maybe he forgot. And I woke up to about 54, yeah, about 54 text messages saying, where are you? How dare you keep me waiting? You know not to keep me waiting. Explanation point, explanation point, explanation point. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Just period, 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 question mark. Not question mark. Explanation point. There are a lot of explanation points. Uh, So at the end of the day, I'm sorry, Ethan. We ran out of time. Maybe next time. Maybe you can come on next week. Maybe we could... uh, uh, do a Skype call to make it up to him. Or just the week after. Or the week after. In, in studio like it was supposed to be on Wednesday. So again, uh, total brain fart on my end. Kyle, at the moment, uh, is watching the men's basketball game. Kyle, what's the update? Because uh, they're in the Virgin uh, Islands right now. Uh, they're in their tournament. Uh, good shot. Um, 23-22. Down low. Okay, so that's good. So we... we... 42 left in the first half. Uh, Lorenzo Jenkins just shot a brick. And it got stuck between the rim. So jump ball. That's just what happened now. 
So we we were up eight to two. It sounded like, and then they went on an eight zero run. So then they were and up. Carlos uh, hit a couple big back to back threes. So hopefully Carlos Johnson's getting back into the swing of things. It's just the same thing as last year. It looks like you know started off really slow, and then once end of December or January hit, he turned it right on and led us to another whack tournament title game appearance. So we're two and three right now. We started out zero and three. We're bouncing back. We're two and three now. Big win on Tuesday night at home. Uh, in a game that looked like they were going to lose. They were down by as much six. as 12. They were down 6, and they, went, they turned it around and put themselves up 6 and ended the game on a 17-0. Coach Danny Sprinkle just couldn't sprinkle enough knowledge. Is that who they're Yeah, that, that was oh, his that's name. That's, that's what I was backstage doing a production and highlights, and that, that's the first thing I noticed. Danny Sprinkle was the guy's name. That's funny. Yeah, again. They said the Havoc section on Tuesday. Really? No. I, what, what was the occurrence? Uh, there wasn't a lot of us going, so. You mean in the parent section? Do you mean in the family and friends section? That's that's an all-time low. No, it's what not. the heck is that about? Great, great. You're a havoc. I don't have to wait in line all day. That's fair. I mean, some people wait in line to, like, uh, I, I think it was opening night. Uh, one of our coworkers, Diana, was telling us that she uh, waited in line starting at 6 a.m. on opening night. That's not worth it. Sometimes it isn't. Most times it isn't worth it. Uh, but they're in the Virgin Islands right now, looking to come away with their third consecutive win at least to move to 500 right here, right now. We'll keep you updated throughout the episode because we have it up, and Kyle will be sure to comment throughout the episode. It's bound to happen. Uh, you want to talk about women's volleyball? Some women's volleyball action? You whack know, tournament? You know, let's talk about women's volleyball. Let's do it. That's what I just said. Let's talk about it. You know, they're getting Kansas City today. First semifinal at 3.30. I think they're playing the first semifinal. Could be wrong. I don't know. I doubt New Mexico State's playing that first semifinal. But women's volleyball, 23-5 to end their season on Saturday. They uh, took down Bakersfield in a four-set. Pretty decisive four sets, except for the set they lost. They got completely dominated in that set. Which is shocking. Bakersfield is not a good volleyball. They really aren't. Bakersfield's not good. They didn't make WAC tournament this year. But, you know, Bakersfield, with a win, would have probably gotten in the WAC tournament. But and then Kansas City yesterday took down Seattle in four to advance to the semifinal against the Lopes tonight. So it should be an interesting game. Hoping for the best, you know, hope they can make the championship game and possibly get out of it with a whack tournament and NCAA tournament berth because I know that's Coach Nolan's goal. And this is the year to do it, right? 23 regular season wins. Well, you know, they've beat Kansas City twice already this season. And New Mexico State's beaten the Lopes twice already this season. Like I say all the time, it's hard to beat a team three times. However, the second time at home, I, I don't think the first one was close in Las Cruces, but the one here in Phoenix, they did get swept, but every yeah, single without set, Claire, uh, without, Claire without Claire Mitchell, and every single set, I think it was 25-20, then 25-22, and then 25-20 again. So every set was close. New Mexico State just was able to, again, I don't think the defense was as strong as it could have been in that game a few weeks ago. It wasn't. It was at that point where they had that bad defensive stretch, but they picked it right back up. Tegan DeFalco on Saturday, she was all over the place. Really getting down, getting the, or digging balls out, you know, just not making it easy for Bakersfield. And then Kyra Moss did Kyra Moss things. They got mossed, for sure. They got mossed. Everybody's getting mossed in the WAC tournament. Well, we're hoping. We'll see if they can pull we'll it out. See. Again, this is the this is kind of the year. The, like you said, the measuring stick this year. After losing Chisholm, Horton, Adams, Redfield, and Ahern, those are the five seniors. It's going to be a tough task. Celebrated on Saturday afternoon. But, you know, they'll, they'll be able to do it. They have a nice class coming in. Coach Nolan's been telling us he's got a couple key players coming in. And Melody Horton's been here the longest. This is her. 
fifth year. She had a knee injury a few years back, so she had to redshirt. So that's why she's a fifth-year senior. But the only one that Coach Nolan didn't bring in this program. So everybody on this team has been, they really like what he does, and they like what they what he's built, and so do recruits. And he's been waiting on Claire Mitchell for four years. And we found out why the WAC Freshman of the Year named a few nights ago. The WAC Freshman of the Year, Claire Mitchell, the setter. She sets everybody up. She hit 1,000 assists this season alone. The record in a season is just over 2,000 for the NCAA. She blew the GCU record out of the water. So she might have a chance at being in the top 10 for assists all time in the NCAA, depending on who she's sitting to the next couple of years. Maybe. The record is 6,200 and something for four years. She's going to have a ton of five-set matches where you get average 50 assists. You know, make it happen. Probably will happen. I mean, again, how many, games, how many games did she miss this year? Because there was the New Mexico at State one. New Mexico State that I know of. I don't know if she missed a couple more. She's been dealing with an injury all season long, so they've had her mostly in and out of the lineup. I know when she's not on the floor, she's mm-hmm. taking it very, very slow. So they're, they've been managing her, I think, really well this season, and they've done the same with Kyra Moss. And just imagine her at 100% uh, next year, potentially. Exactly. She'll have a nice time to recover. Finally, after their season is officially over, she'll have a couple of months to get back on it, and I'm sure the training staff and the coaching staff will all be on the same page. Yeah. Make sure that she's doing the right things to get back, and they've managed Kyra Moss pretty well this season. She Early on, they managed her a lot because they were playing those three games in two days, and she wouldn't play one of the doubleheaders just so to you know rest her shoulder or something, I think, whatever her injury is, just to rest her. And they dealt with a couple injuries all season long, and sickness at some point. They had a flu bug going around. Yeah, they probably were given flu shots. Like, they're technically supposed to prevent the flu. But I'm pretty sure that they just give the flu at this point, let's be honest. That's a, that's a different podcast. Caution, hot takes, hot takes, I'm believing GCU. That's a different, hey, you know, I got predictions for tonight, Jack. Yeah? Tonight? What sport? Women's volleyball? Yeah, volleyball. The sport we've been talking about for the past ten minutes? I think we pull it out. I, I, um, who are we playing? Kansas City. We swept them. No, I think we beat them in four twice. Okay, so we we beat Bakersfield in four. I, I go the same route uh, in four. I was going to say four. Yeah. I mean, that's the safe bet. Kansas City. The over-under assist rate for Claire Mitchell will be 45, and I'm taking yeah. the over. This will probably be your typical standard. We take a 2-0 lead, and then Kansas City. Wins the third one. Wins the third one, does. yeah. Or they'll split the first two, like they like the Lopes did on a Saturday night. I mean, we've seen a few matchups this year where against, like, UTRGV even, who's right there with Kansas City in the standings, where we kind of just, like, like who's this defense? Like, where, where, where did this happen? Because I think we won one set 25-8, to eight, and then we lost another one, like, 25-12. to 12. Yeah, just if the defense is there, they got to – their offense is going to be there when they need it. That's the thing is the offense is there. It, you have to buy in and play defense, and they've done that the majority of this season. There were a couple games in a stretch late in the whack play that they just couldn't dig a ball at all. They were struggling to keep it alive, and, you know, they squeaked out some wins. They took a couple of losses, but that's the thing. You know, they'll, they'll win. Their, their record, their pattern this season was win five to seven in a row, and then I'll lose one. So somebody I probably shouldn't lose to, and then I'll go win six or seven more in a row. It's a long season. It's a long season. You know, they played 27 matches. 28 matches. They went 23 and 5. 28 matches. So that's a lot of volleyball in three months. And just think, the Utah Valley matchups uh, stand out to me. They lose 3-1 to one at home. 
all far, all hard fought matchups, and then they sweep them in Utah Valley. Well, yeah, the Utah Valley one, you chalk that. That's a bad loss. You chalk that one up. That's your bad loss because they just came off a five or six game win streak, whatever it was at the time. You know, they swept Seattle the night before or two days before, and then they come out and that was really their start of the iffy defense was that Utah Valley matchup, and you could tell they just were not the same team. And you know, they had to play a couple games without Tegan DeFalco, so they had a different libero back there, and that'll mess with you a little bit. Because your liberos really sets up your offense so you can get it to your setter most of the time. I believe that is the goal. Pretty much is it goes libero, setter, to find somebody to kill a ball kind of a thing. <laughs> you know, outside, opposite, or middle, let me use the terms. Yeah, DeFalco, Mitchell, Murillo. DeFalco, Mitchell, Horton. DeFalco, Mitchell, Moss. Kubinski. Kubinski, Haggy. We got a lot of weapons, my man. It's, it's a lot of weapons, and even sometimes off the bench, you know, if Kayla Adams. Yeah. Kayla Adams. KJ Adams. KJ Adams and Kayla Matthews. Kayla Matthews. A little mashup there. And sometimes early on in the season, she had to play the front row. She's a weapon, and she's very good in the service game, and so is Chisel. And I'm blanking on who I wanted to say next. I don't even remember what I was going to say next. You know, they'll be right there. They'll be in the match. I don't think they're going to play awful. The first set might be the worst set they play. First ever WAC tournament. Third year of eligibility. This is your first WAC tournament. WAC tournament only takes six teams for volleyball every year. It's our first one. Everybody's first one. None of the people on our team have ever been to a tournament like this. Coach Nolan's never coached in a tournament like this. It might start slow, and that tends to happen. Uh, you can't be nervous. This is what you play for. Everybody plays for the final week in November, Kyle. Everybody knows this. It's, I'm just, it happened with the men's basketball team two years ago when they made their first WAC tournament. They almost got beat by Kansas City. They were down 18 in the first half to Kansas City that opening in that 2-7 matchup two years ago in their first one. I was there for that one. That was ugly. We are lucky to have turned it on. <laughs> All right? But that, it can happen. And on any given day, anybody can win. But, you know... You like to see you like to see them come out strong, and they'll they'll come out one or two ways. It'll be either really slow, and they'll drop the first set. They probably make it close, you know, five or yeah. six points, and then come out the second set, and we'll be ourselves again. Or they'll come out and they'll dominate set number one. Who's leading the charge? Yeah, at least three lopes with ten kills. I'll say Moss, Horton, and Mario. Naturally. And then Sarah Haggy will have seven to ten. That's such a, a standard answer. No bull takes whatsoever in that prediction. And uh, Kyra Moss will have at least five blocks. Wow, there it is. And Kubinski's going to give you probably six kills and six blocks herself, because, you know, that's what she does. Mitchell over under 45 assists. I'm taking the over. Reeled me in on that one. DeFalco over under 15 digs. Probably definitely taking the over on that one. I'm going to be bold. Be bold and stand out. That's my motto. Oh, jeez. Jenny Murillo's going to have over 20 kills. Wow. Yep, you heard it here. Wrong. A medal. Really? I also get a medal if I'm right. Okay. Melody Horton, I'm going to say in the uh, 10 to 12 range. I think she's going to get off to a hot start. I think she's going to slow down towards the end. I, I think Jenny Murillo is going to be the unstoppable force in this one. Claire Mitchell is going to come away with at least 40 assists. You're taking the under on the 40. Yeah. You're taking the under. I'll take the under. Again, they're going to be nervous. They're going to struggle. It's going to be a hard fall battle. Then again, they could come out and surprise everybody. They could win three straight sets, 25 to 10. Like that. Only one way to find out. You got to tune in. ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus. We're on ESPN, baby. You see women's volleyball action in the WAC tournament. Also, Utah Valley in the upset in five over New Mexico State. What's the update right now? Again, men's basketball in the Virgin Islands. 2.45 left in the first half. Valparaiso 32. Grand Canyon 
35. Interesting. Close. Yeah, I expect this one to be a close game. They appear to be shooting the ball, and by they I mean us. Shooting the ball pretty well today. Knock on the wood in front of me. You know, just from what I've peeked over and watched as I'm sitting here staring at it right now. And foul. Okay. <laughs> what so, a call. What a call. So, uh, good, good one, Kyle. Thank yeah. You. Yeah, no enthusiasm. From three, bang! Give it to him. Give it to him. Um, so what? They're go- trying to go to three and three. Women's basketball again had a good home stand. Yeah, not a good start to the road trip after uh, going two and one on the home stand. Really hard fought game in that final home game that I called a few weeks back. Can't really think off the top of my head who they played. They were up by a lot, then they were up by a little. North Dakota Fighting Hawks, Fighting uh, Hawks indeed. Southern Utah was the, yeah, so the North Dakota, they lost to by uh, a hair in overtime. We, that game shouldn't have been close. It should, we were up by almost 20 at one point, exactly. and then we, and then we, we were up by three, and then we were like, oh, what the yeah, heck's going on? we all turned around and looked at the scoreboard, and we like, oh, hey, okay, they're in the game. I'm in the booth like, all right, what am I getting after after the game? And then all of a, all of a sudden, it's a two-point game with two seconds left, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, uh, I think my call itself was, you got to be kidding me, not so much because of Southern Utah's comeback, but more because I'm starving, and I'm like, if this goes into overtime again, I'm going to lose my mind. Four point one because they uh, uh, it was Jada Holland hit two free throws in the final two seconds. Because she's money. Why are you shooting that, Carlos? Oh, money, like, money, money, Carlos money, money. So can we edit that out for her? <laughs> edit by what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I think Carlos has like four threes in this half. I'm gonna have to check the box score at halftime. Wow, twelve points already. At least he's ahead of schedule. Oh shoot, we're in a zone. Play by play commentary, Kyle Borg, yeah. Michael Potter. Get him on the get him on the phone. Yeah. Get him on the phone. Find me out there. Get him on the fanatic. Oh, they're trying to go to 3-3 three and three on the season. Women's basketball. Tough loss to Montana last night. They're 2-2 two and two on the season now. Who do they have next? Fullerton. On Fullerton in Fullerton, California. Here. Fullerton in Phoenix, Arizona. There you go. A team Southern Utah beat, might I add. So women's soccer, they lost in the WAC tournament. Should we mention that? Well, you kind of already did. Well, let's address the elephant in the room. Why women's not? soccer season is over, and Derek Leader is out as head coach. He resigned. Yes. Youth development program somewhere, I believe. So picked up a job pretty quickly, yeah. He definitely had that. Well, they let is everybody but one assistant. <laughs> so we have a one coach for next season already. Clean slate. They are looking for a new, if, you know, if anybody out there listening wants to be women's soccer head coach. There's an opening. There's, if you're qualified, there's an opening. You heard it here first. <laughs> Actually, you heard it on uh, Paul Corbin. Well, he is the senior Lopes insider. Yeah, he really like, Just that, a couple of hags. Yeah. News came out and the article was released and yep. all that stuff. So interesting next season then. They only lost one. Hopefully, no transfers. But get a lot of freshmen. As of now, you only lost one and everybody's coming back. A lot of freshmen. Sixteen freshmen. Fourteen freshmen. Yeah, I I saw that coming. Sixteen newcomers. Sixteen newcomers. Come Fourteen on. freshmen. Still hung over from my nap three days ago. Again, sorry, Ethan, we ran out of time. Uh, men's soccer obviously didn't make the tournament. Uh, baseball coming up. It was signing day last week. We got Homer Bush Jr. on his way. Woo! Uh, senior in high school this year. He'll be here next year. Hopefully we'll get a Homer Bush, former world champion in the stands. That is a baseball player's name. Yes, it is, as Philip Katofimo said last week. Philip Katofimo, our guest last week here on Believe in GCU. Surprise appearance from Philip Katofimo. I don't think we're going to get one as the show winds down here. No, uh, we're kind of running out of time. Sandra later with the buzzer beater and tie the game at the half. What's the call? 
Give me a call. Don't give me an update. Give me a call. I don't have a call now. Give me the call. Laver, give it to him. Long distance calling. Oh, Alessandro Laver. Bought a boom, realest shooter in the room. Still counts. Off the glass and in. Bank is open Johnson. in the Virgin Islands. What a pass. Full court baseball pass from Carlos Johnson on the rebound. That's how you love to end the half right there. Tied at 40. All right, the team is It's a points. bond burner. It's a barn burner. Uh, uh, so this is our final uh, in-studio show before Thanksgiving. Ooh, ooh. You'll be in uh, Colorado? Oh, Colorado. Sky high in Colorado. I'll be back home on the East Coast. How oh, do you leave? In the Garden State of New Jersey. I leave. What time is it? It is at 11.41 a.m. right now. Uh, my flight is at 2.30 p.m. today. <laughs> so uh, we got time. Phoenix, Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport is pretty much empty all the time. It's a ghost no, town. No. It is a ghost town. When's your flight? Sunday. Sun wow. So you got ways to go. And you'll be back Saturday for men's basketball? I will be back and I will be at the men's basketball game. I will be in attendance, so come see me. I might. I, I am back Friday night. My mom shipped me back for Thanksgiving, and as soon as Thanksgiving is done, she is shipping me right back. Wow, enough. she's had enough of Jack, then. Yes, sir, indeed. You're just going to distract all I am signed for Thanksgiving. I am sealed to sit in that chair, and I am going to be delivered back to Phoenix, Arizona on Friday the 29th. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Uh, so let's do this Thanksgiving-themed. What are you most thankful for this year in GCU Athletics? Stumped you. No, I asked you first. Uh, that's what you're thankful for? No titles? Yeah, I am thankful for uh, obviously women's volleyball turning things around Ooh. this year. Yeah, that was, oh, that was an easy one. I, I threw that. you a softball and you swung and missed. My bad. Uh, women's volleyball record season, twenty three and six regular season again in the WAC tournament tonight playing Kansas City. Those kangaroos have it coming. You know, I'll be honest. I didn't know women's golf existed until this year. That was a major, uh, major thing in the office that was, that for a few a breakthrough. days. Breakthrough moment. That they won the WAC tournament last year, twenty eighteen. And he didn't know we had. Oh, tennis won the WAC tournament. Yes, we are thankful Men's for that. Made their first ever NCAA tournament appearance. I'm thankful for Coach Shellis Heidman, inducted into the United Soccer Coaches Hall of Fame. Five hundredth career win. Five hundredth career win. Yes, as the color commentator, I was play by play. I was very thankful to be be able to make that call. You got lucky. Yeah, we did. It was a toss-up. I, I got the first game of the season. The first game of the season. Women's soccer, they lost that one 2-1. Two to one. not my fault. You know what I'm thankful for, Kyle? I'm thankful for a wonderful co-broadcaster. Oh, Kyle nice. Bors. Is, is it Montana? I just, said in Kyle, I, I just said in Kyle Bors. Oh. That, that, I expected that. And Jack Mara. I expected that. And the great job we get to share together. Yeah, let's just give everybody a shout out. I'm thankful Gina for Sandoz. for uh, Kyle Borg, our boss, Gina Sandoz, uh, Montana Landon, Marley Thompson, Barry Butel, Diana Johnson, uh, Cheyenne Rose. Her last name is uh, Wicklin, but she doesn't like it. So Cheyenne Rose. 
Scott McDonald, Aaron, Aaron Stanley, Al Portis. I can't pronounce his last name. We'll just go with Al. Al, Delana. love Al. Delana. Uh, everybody. Chan. Uh, Chan Safin. Uh, everybody on the student Brady side. Brittany Hallwin, <laughs> Ask GCU. The list goes on and on. Uh, Thomas, Thomas Pace. Thomas, my guy. Thomas Pace. All of the new Haley, that we did not mention. Haley James. Haley, Haley James, James Hines. Um, James, a lot, a lot. To, the Havocs, Fitzy, Davis Ford, uh, Aiden Goodwin. It's just, it's a Oh, list. my God. We could uh, be here for the next half hour, uh, but we're not uh, going to do uh, it. Um, uh, you know who I'm talking about. No, I don't. Paul Denuser. Paul Denuser, professor at day, PA announcer by night. Paul Coro, Michael Potter, both in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Men's basketball. Tied at 40. Tied at 40 at the half. This was episode 8 of Believe in GCU. Uh, We'll have the Thanksgiving edition next week for episode 9. From everybody here at Believe in GCU, alongside Kyle Borg, I'm Jack O'Hara saying have have a great Thanksgiving holiday. And as always, go And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Signed, sealed, delivered. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube